everybody. New episode of Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. What is it with the way people are driving today? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I already ran into you about this, but here's the thing. I hate when I'm trying to be on time somewhere, but I'm, I hate when I'm trying to be on time somewhere and nobody else understands that. Like, you know, I love to be fashionably late. You do. But I try to be fashionably late. Like, when I want to be on time, I hate being late. <laughs> well, no, and here's the thing. I've <laughs> learned. That sense? I've learned that if I want you here at 1030, I say 10 o'clock because you'll probably be more likely to 1015 to 1020. No, but I've, I've never been late. You haven't. Recording our podcast, you've been pretty much right on time yeah. every single week. And this time I was like, I was resigned to the fact that I was going to be late because the lady in the donut line was like, she had all these fucking extra, she had all these extra bullshit. Like, I already told you this. Like, okay, I'm sorry, you guys. Here's the thing. When you're in a donut shop. Okay, or any kind of any kind of thing. Any fast where, food line food oriented. Yes, Subway or a Chipotle, if I may, Starbucks, or Qdoba, anything, anything like that. If we've all been in line for more than three minutes, and you get up to the counter and you go, "Um, fuck you, fuck you," can fuck all the way off. We've been here. What have you been doing for the past three minutes? Were you not perusing the menu? Were you not looking around saying what you wanted? No, I will say the only the only caveat, and I will give this as a caveat, is if you get up there and you know what you want and you order it, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry," like at Starbucks, like I'm, we're out of caramel seat like flavoring, or if you're at a donut shop, like, "Oh, those are in the oven. We don't have any like cinnamon rolls currently available," and then you have to redecide. I, that I give you. I will agree, but here's the thing with that because I was behind this bitch because what she. When she got up there and said, um, I was like, fuck this hoe. I'm out. And I was looking and I was like, it looked at the, I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted a maple donut and I wanted a glazed donut. Then why she are you emphasizing glazed like that? Because that's just, I don't know why. Leave me alone. I love glazed. Glazed is what I like. Ooh, um, I'm sure you do. And she took all the maple donuts. So I was like, okay, pivot. What else do I want? Let me go ahead and substitute <laughs> that one donut while I'm in line so that when I get up to the counter, ladies, like, what do you need? I would like this and this. I've adjusted my order. But this bitch sat there for three minutes doing nothing. She wasn't on her phone. Was she staring in the space? I don't know. But she took her fucking time. And then, then when she left, she was like, sorry, you're not fucking sorry. You're not. I'm sorry. If, 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 if you, I'm not sorry, actually. If you were sorry, you wouldn't have waited in this line for three or four minutes with me and then got up there and said, um, let me see what I want. No, bitch. Fuck you. Fuck that. Don't come back. Take your sorry and shove it. So I'm just going to say sorry to anybody listening. If Jeremy seems a little on edge today, we know why now. It just made me really mad. I was just running late and I wanted to be on. I was like, I already know I'm running late. I was I already, I was like, I want to be. If I want to be on time, I hate not being on time. So that's my thing. It's just yes. weird. I know that's weird. But like there are, time, there, there are more things that are fluid. Dinner with friends, fluid. I'll show up. Like last night, it, it, was, it was my wife's birthday last night. We sat there and said, we're having dinner at the house. What time? Anytime after five. Be here. We'll have some drinks. We'll watch a little TV beforehand. We'll cook it and get it ready when it needs to be ready. Cool. But it's fluid. I agree. Yeah. Anytime after five, if you say that to me, if that situation, I probably would have about 6.15. Perfect. 6.30. Dinner wasn't on the table till seven. I don't want to be the last person there, but I also don't want to be the first person there. I want to arrive when three-fourths of the guest list has arrived. That's how I That way you don't have any awkward silences or you're like in a room alone wondering what to do. Also just that I I just need full exposure and that's just how it, it works, you know. So I need to I need to be able to get into the groove 
of that group mm-hmm. of that group outing first. So for me, I need to get in when three fourths of people are there. Get a couple of drinks in me. Actually, I'll probably pregame on the way because I need to loosen up a little bit because that's just my kind of. I have yeah. to loosen up a little. That sounds like something an alcoholic would say. I have to loosen up a little bit in like really big group situations, or I don't think I open up enough. I was, I'm trying to think of a time that we've been out together that's a big group situation that we haven't had some social lubrication in some form. Your wedding, but I was also a little drunk. So we were all how, a little drunk. That's that how day. I. And plus, it was, it was hot. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Be, no, I think I have, to, I have to be lubed a little bit. I have to be lubed with alcohol a little bit when it's like, if there are people around that I don't think I'm going to, I don't know. Yeah. I have to come in. I have to come in at an 80%. Like, I can't come in zero cold and, then, and then work it up. I got to come in at 80 shot out of the thing and be ready and then that way by the time the rest of the guests arrive i'm i'm at a hundred yeah and i'm i'm perfectly good and then you know i can you know that's how i, I do things i would say but at the wedding you were one of my best you're one of my groomsmen and like you were there before most people were so we were like drinking the small group of people first before the rest of the guests that, got there that's my that that is my honestly that is my um nightmare situation is to be because i was thrown in there at zero you were and I was just like, I know, I know what to do. I know I, I was very timid, the only black person per usual, and it's a lot, you know. I don't so, see you as black. Shut up, don't play a game. But no, th- but that kind of situation—that's that, that is my nightmare situation—is being thrown in at zero percent and like with nothing. And I was like, Ugh. so it was take. It took me a while to get out of that. But yeah, regardless, sorry, we went from donuts to Jeremy and social situations. So all this to get back to. Have you ever watched Comedy Central? Guys, what happened to Comedy Central? Comedy Central is still around if you didn't know. Shit. Comedy Central is still hit the hit the mic. Oh, you're uh even though HBO is trying its best to absorb it. Um so, Okay, until cable goes away, I'm pretty sure most of these channels will be around. So I'm confused. So it's like CBS but Viacom but Comedy Central but HBO? Yes. That's HBO Max. Okay. Well, HBO Max also has some things from like Crunchyroll and AMC, like classic movies. Yeah, how are and they doing that shit. Whatever. If, if this reminds me of HBO's like a uh, little diagram of their of their bullshit, it basically reminds me of um, in Parks and Rec. No, not Parks and Rec. Thirty Rock. When Alec Baldwin pulled out the little uh, the little form of like all the companies that NBC owns, and then on one of the little random arms was the Shineheart Wig Company, and they're like, what? <laughs> what's the Shineheart wig company that's what I feel like HBO does they're probably like oh yeah we own I don't know energy drinks and it's like how did you do that you make TV shows honestly I feel like we've had this conversation back when HBO Max first started like why is it Max what is Max well that's back when we figured out they were just impulse buying shit like they, were, they were in a $5 bin but now I don't know maybe they have an identity but regardless what are the shows we are reviewing today is was was originally aired on Comedy Central, but is now incorporated in HBO Max. Exactly. So thanks for that. We were like, oh my god, I remember Comedy Central? What did you watch on Comedy Central? So we got to that conversation. But again, I don't want to talk too much about it. But obviously, the Comedy Central, the first show you think of is the first show I think of. Yeah, are stand up comedy shows. <sighs> It's South Park, and you fucking know it. <laughs> Don't try and play games. You know the first show you think of is fucking South Park. It is. Fucking douche. It really is. But I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> I was like, well, wait, which is the other thing that's also been fully incorporated almost into HBO Max. Do they even air some of, I think some of the HBO Max specials are only on HBO. 
for South Park. But I think South South Park is oh maybe maybe you're right because I know you can watch it on who you could watch it on Hulu. I don't know if you still can actually. I don't think the new season. I think oh. HBO has been like done. Nope, not doing that. Mm, they trying to get them rights. But yeah, South Park is hands down the first thing because I think it kind of made a name for Comedy yeah, Central. Yeah. Where people, I think it did too. It, it, it was like the destination show. Like you wa- wanted to come there to watch that. Actually, before South Park though, or maybe not before South Park. Actually, it wasn't because South Park has been around since like the late nineties. Um. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Because I was gonna say yeah, that definitely was the show because next on that list would have been like Chappelle Show. So and Chappelle Show definitely came after. I believe it was yeah. maybe like two or three years after. Yeah. Um. Did you wa- did you watch Chappelle Show? Oh my god! If you didn't, we're not friends. Um. I guess I'll leave. I never watched it. <gasps> How did you never watch it? I think the reason I never watched it is because. I was in college, I believe, when that show was on, and I have a lot of white friends. Okay. And I think a lot of my white friends, like, they found it funny, which is great, but I also feel like they, I think I felt annoyed by the way they talked about it, in a way. Like, I don't know if I resented or maybe felt like they were, like, where they felt like it was okay to do certain things because they watched that show and they they felt like they were in on this joke with black people i guess and maybe maybe that i thinking back on it i think that made me not want to watch it because i was like nothing that Chappelle was doing wrong but more of like the way white people portrayed it to me and i was kind of like i don't want to be in on this joke with you because i feel like you're not necessarily misappropriating but you're like i mean i don't know you're you're like like you think it's okay to say this bullshit to me now well that is out there i can definitely see that so, so I never watched it. I keep telling myself I should go back and watch it. I've seen, I've seen pieces. I've seen clips. I've seen the the one scene of him being a milkman, a black milkman. Yeah, I've seen that, but that's it. So, okay, and that's where there. So I I looked it up. So South Park was ninety seven. Chappelle Show came out in 03 and mm. ended in 06. Um, and there's only thirty two episodes of Chappelle Show, yeah. and they're all about half an hour. Yeah. But like yeah, he hit on some like racist stuff where it was the um the black clansman. Yeah. That one was like, okay, I, I mean, obviously you probably shouldn't make references or jokes unless you yeah. talked about it with your group of friends. Um but like, then the ones where he was like prince and he was like oh, yeah, yeah. blouses. <laughs> or he was like Eddie Murphy's brother. Fuck your couch. Yeah. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Like there's so many quotable things yeah. from Chappelle's show. I do, need to, I do, I do feel like it's part of. I do, need, I need to watch it because I do like him. I do enjoy him. Yeah. I don't know why I never watched. I, I think I don't know why I never went back. I think I just never watched it because of that reason. Because I was like, I, I, I heard about some of the stuff, some of the racially motivated stuff that you're know, kind of mm-hmm. making funny fun of it and stuff like that, which is fine. I love that kind of shit. And then people like quoting it and laughing at it. And I think looking back, I think. I don't think I realized at the time that I was like, you don't even fucking understand oh, the struggle of yeah. this bullshit to even laugh at this point. You were white privileging before we even were talking about white privilege in a way, you know, whatever. Well, the, and, the, and I'll say the, the one that kind of got me like towards the end, like, yes, the comedy kind of faded, but I think it was one of the later episodes. There was a part where he like went to a club scene and they were playing the newest Tupac that dropped, even though Tupac's been dead mm. for, but it was like, they're dancing and randomly Tupac's like, yeah, Joe over there is going to bump the stage. And like a guy bumps the stage. He goes, how did you know my name? <laughs> like Tupac, he's still alive. I need to watch it. I really do. It's funny. Um, what else did you, I watched um, Drawn Together. Yes. Which was the animated reality show, I guess, that had uh, Foxy Galore. Foxy, I can't remember. Foxy something. Uh, 
the the faux princess. Yes, and uh, oh my god, they had like the uh, oh my god. I, if I just, if I just said it, I know all their names. They had Xander, who was the gay like kind of Link, like yes. the Zelda type character. Yes, and they were all living in a house. And the only, I mean, I remember watching that show and loving it. Horribly inappropriate. Um, and the only the one thing I I can pull out from that is in the first episode when Foxy and the princess. Uh, the princess was making all these racial jokes or racial things because she was like, she hadn't ever met a black person before. And then they <laughs> made out in a hot tub and they sang a song and Foxy was like, I've got this mayonnaise mama on my licking hole. <laughs> and, <I was> like, <laughs> and that's what I, I was like, this is going to be the shit, this show. So I loved that. I actually borrowed the DVD set from a friend to rewatch it. I, I keep forgetting about it. I need to go sit back and see if it's on like a Hulu or something. Yeah. I think they're actually bringing back Crank Anchors. <gasps> oh, yes. Crank Anchors. That I've seen a couple ads recently that they're bringing that back. Where, I mean, as RuPaul says, everybody loves puppets and it just makes things better. It does. Um, what else was? What else did you watch on there? Um, it sounds like the normal stand-ups, stuff like that. Yeah, the normal stand-ups. I mean, they that's where I, I watched some of the early, like, Gabriel Iglesias. Um, oh. They had, I mean... Some random people have been on there. I mean, they've had like Trevor Noah. They've had who's the? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god, I can't think of his name. It'll come to me. The guy from SNL. I think he did one on Comedy Central. The... Girl, 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 dude, yeah. bruh. There's so many different people on SNL that have been everywhere. The the one who had his own like reality comedy skit on Netflix. <laughs> Don't know. So, We've I'm, talked about him on the sh- on the podcast. Have before. we? This is we not have. Bell. What is He's now had like three specials on Netflix. It's like Anthony Jesseldick. Is he on SNL? Oh my god, Bo Burnham. He was a writer on SNL. Um, what does he look like? Is he cute? White skinny boy with like coiffed hair. Oh my god, I can't believe I can't. Are you talking about John Mulaney? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. How did I not think? It- Sorry. You say quaffed here, and I say Jambalini. You normally. Not, that makes no sense. You're normally on top of these names. Well, usually I like to workshop it, but you're like, it's a white guy. That's an L. And I'm like, yeah, because that's hard. Or but no, easy. so yes, the stand-up comedy shows are, are ones I used to watch. Um, they would have the roasts. I like I used to I watched oh. like the roast of um like Flavor Flav and no. Pamela Anderson. I never watched any of those. That was just it wasn't in my wheelhouse. <sighs> They're okay. It depends on who the actual person they were roasting was. I think recently they roasted um, Justin Bieber, and and I saw a little clip where like after the roasters go, the person being roasted stands up and does a little routine, mm-hmm. and he and like I think his Justin Bieber's joke was like, "What does being fifteen and being able to or looking like a fifteen year old girl and be able to sing get you? Half an hour of dumb comedians trying to make fun of you, like it, like it's just stupid jokes." Boo. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, but you didn't just like a 15 year old girl. You look like a 15 year old lesbian girl. Is what you look like. Um, but let's, let's which go. Which isn't bad, but you know. no. Um, and then there was what? Uh, Reno 911. I never watched it. I saw a couple episodes, and they're bringing it back on Peacock. I think, aren't they? Oh, cool. So they're actually bringing that back a little bit. But it was <sighs> that one was what I think. I I think I missed a lot of the. Tra- I, mean, I did watch Tosh Point Yes. I don't know why I did, but I did. It was their attempt at ridiculousness. Yeah. And then, obviously, I never really watched The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. I never watched okay. it. Okay. I was going to say, which Daily Show? Could be- I didn't watch the... I, I don't watch Trevor Noah's either. I, I feel like I... Sh- There's a lot of stuff I feel like I... I feel like Comedy was that network where I'm like, I feel like I should have watched it. I feel like I should be into this. And I'm, I I don't. Colbert and I Report? 
Huh? The Colbert Report? Yeah, I never watched. I probably, I did watch some of that. I know because I can hear the, the theme in my head with the, like, you know, the do bird. You remember, do you know why he called it the Colbert Report? Because it rhymed with his name? I don't know. I forget why. Because he's trying to build a rapport. <laughs> if you forget why, then why do you ask the fucking question? No, no, no. no. I, I don't remember why he doesn't like the T at the end of his name. But it's the fact that his name is Colbert. But he doesn't like the name Colbert. So he named his name Colbert and made the T silent. So he made the T in report silent as well. So it was the Colbert Rapport. So then play with them around with his name almost. Kinda. Then why did you, why did you say yeah, basically? No, but fine. I forget I'm- why he hated the T. I'm more Col- than just the Colbert Colbert's sounds stupid. sounds ridiculous. <gasps> you know what I really want? What? Culver's. Oh, my God. That sounds so good right now. Oh, my God. I want some Culver's. Whatever. That was a really random just... It was. Sorry. Squirrel. I apologize. Um, but, you know, I feel like... I feel like Comedy Central had some really good... Did they have some really good shit? Was Comedy Central the shit back in the day? Trust me. that <laughs> Comedy Central was the station where if, like... So I used to watch like Adult Swim at night on on comedy on Cartoon Network yeah, and things. Yeah. If I knew like nothing was on, if it wasn't a time of day where I normally watch something, it was like middle mm-hmm. of the day. I would go to Comedy Central. And like I know you watch um, Price is Right. It's kind of those like classical shows. Yeah, I mean I throw them on. I don't I don't love them. I, but, th- I throw them on because um, James O'Halloran is a hottie. But that's where I would go to Comedy Central. I would watch. On repeat, the stand-ups and and the like, the hmm. just the jokes because you can listen to a joke without watching and paying attention. I will say, Comedy Central did introduce me to some of my favorite comedians from back then. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm please do not don't kill me, but um, I learned about Dane Cook from Comedy Central, and I like I really liked Dane Cook. <laughs> you liked the broest of the Is bro. Well, he was kind of cute to be to be fair. Like for me, you really don't have. He to had do, a little good run there. I mean, how do you think that? I, why do you think I, I've ever listened to any Luke Bryan songs? Because he's hot. That's it. Wow. Was is was the things I learn about you. So I was like, "Who's this hot Luke Bryan guy?" I listened to a song and I was like, "Yeah, I like this song." And I tried to listen to the rest of his CD and I was like, "Can't handle it." So I can basically, basically, that was like years ago. So I can find. I have like maybe. I have one Luke Bryan song for every year that I, every album he's had because I only like one. Oh my god! <laughs> Except recently he had that one that said it was like "Build Me a Daddy," and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" I think that's what it's called. <laughs> it's called "Build Me a Daddy." <laughs> Hold on, wait. I know but it isn't is it like talking about making him a dad for his kid. I think so, but like I was like, I think I saw. Um, he did it for all the gay men. No, I I was like, oh, Luke Bryan's got a new song. You know, I listened to it and then. It was called Build Me a Daddy. And I was like, intrigued. <laughs> Tell me more. And I was like, what is this? I listened to it. I'm like, you chose the wrong look, name for look, this song. See, look, 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 okay, look, look, listen to him. Could you build me a daddy? Strong as Superman. Make him 10 feet tall with a southern draw. Please. Please. Can I, because sh- I sure miss him maybe you could bring him back that's what i got a little weird but like see okay here's the thing though when you say build me a daddy all i'm thinking of like you're at the mall and like for your kids there's build a bear and then for you there's build a daddy right next exactly door. exactly give him a big heart make his arms wide open i know he misses me so mister i was hoping this song's kind of stupid uh but like and he said what i could older we could work on that curveball i don't want to do any of that i just want you to build me a daddy stronger superman 10 feet tall and southern draw that's what I like. <laughs> That's what I'm into. How do we get here? 
How do we ever get anywhere? This is that episode where people are gonna be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Uh, yeah, we're talking about so comedies, co- yes, com- comedians, yes, and comedians. Dane, uh, Cook. Dane, Dane Cook, Maria Dane Bamford Cook. was one that I really that I, I learned about from a uh, Comedy Central. Yeah, um, Gabriel Iglesias for me. Yeah, and I, I know who he is. I, I like him. And I mean, looking back on it, I'm like. You could be. You could definitely think about the problematicness of it because they're, I'm thinking back. I'm like, there weren't a lot of black people out there. This mm. is where the first time I got the experience of like they they would throw like at night, and this is weird to me. I don't know why they made it later at night or what seemed to be later, mm-hmm. but like the Chris Rocks, the Eddie Murphys, they'd show those on there. But I guess because there was foul language, they had to show it later when kids weren't watching. Yeah. So like that's my first introduction to kind of some of the black comedians of old, the mm. the kings of comedy. Like I would watch D.L. Hughley and Cedric the Entertainer and all like when they came out. And then you should I, go back and re- and watch like Richard Pryor. That's one I've never seen. You should go. He he's really good. Like I think I, I went through this weird kick when I started watching some of the older ones. Like I watched um, I watched um. Eddie Murphy, obviously the the big one is the one where he's in that red leather suit, yes. sweating his fucking ass off, probably. Oh yeah, um, and you then, know he was. Yeah, and I think about Richard Pryor, his, um, the Bill Cosby ones, you know. Um, and but no, those are like the those are like some of the bigger ones that I was like I went back and watched when I mm-hmm. wasn't when I grew up to be an adult. You know, I was like, oh, I can watch these now, and I was like, damn, they are. Raunchy, but you well, know, yeah, and then you like, should. It's definitely worth it. Well, that's and that's kind of like you know I watched Kevin Hart now when he did a stand up on. He's a little too vanilla for me. <laughs> um, but then I and I hate to say it, I watched the Blue Collar Comedy Tour just because it was on one night. I mean, you had. I mean, at that time you're, you're white and you had to. It was, Jeff Foxworthy, it's, it's, it's like your Ron White. I mean, it, it's it's in your DNA. You have to. You're white. I'm there there are certain thi- like for me, I should have watched the Pelagio, the black person is in my DNA. I should have watched it. I don't know why I didn't. I should have. I, I should feel ashamed. So you, you cannot feel ashamed for watching something that's in your DNA. I mean, you had to watch Blue Collar Comedy Tour because you just had to. You're in Kentucky and you're a white dude. Fair enough. You're but, welcome. But yes. It's, so you it's, can throw that, throw that shame away. <laughs> don't you shame yourself. But yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of my <laughs> first introduction to some of the black comedians that, you know, we were talking about. But yeah. that's, that's kind of like. Any 90s kid-ish, and I'll, I'll wrap myself up with 90s because I was born 89. I really wasn't really an 80s kid, but yeah. I was an 80s kid. But my comedy, my, my sense of humor, I think really comes from my experience watching Comedy Central because I would watch it so much. I learned how to tell a joke. I learned comedic timing. I learned kind of how to did get you, that little quip and in. Did you and did you? <laughs> Let's just say I really have it to bite my tongue. You talking about how you white glaze. I worked my way. Like There's so many little things you've said today where I'm like, Jeremy, good Lord. What? What? Just like go, what? Just go. Oh, I like glaze. I had to I work like my way donuts. in. Glaze donuts are my favorite. I don't, I don't, I don't like all that rigmarole about fucking donuts, okay? I don't eat all that bullshit. The donut shop I was at today, they had fruity pebbles on a donut. Why would you do that? That makes no fucking sense to me. What's the point of having fruity pebbles on a donut? More sugar. Do you want that fruity taste though? Whoa. Is it really fruity? I don't know. I don't like fruity pebbles. They get too soggy too quick. Well, maybe that's why you put them on a donut so they don't get soggy. But why would you want them on a donut? That just doesn't seem like, like some like that. Y'all too fucking elaborate. That's some white people bullshit right there. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, oh, that I mean, obviously that's not just some white people shit. People do that all the time. But to be fair, the two people in front of me, the white guy 
and the white lady who took too fucking long, both of them got like four of those fucking free pebble donuts. So, well, you just also said fair, the white lady in front of you took the donut you were gonna go for. She took both those maple donuts. I really wanted one. I was really. I don't know why we're one. getting this comment. Like we're just literally like to this day is like squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. It's fine, it's fine. Hey guys, stay tuned for this week's review. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking through that that very random road trip we took to get to this point. Look, it wasn't random. I knew exactly where we were going. I had this 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 course charted. Look, he went and got his donut for his, his pre-snack for his trip. He had the donut ready. He, we, were, we were taking the, the little ride. I'm thinking about that glazed donut, too. I, gotta, I almost ate it. On a, I almost ate both of them. It's but I couldn't allow but because I was like, I think I'm going to skip lunch today. I can have both of these, <laughs> but I think I'm going to wait. But the end destination, let's, it might be worth it. We'll let you know. But the end destination we were getting to was um, the previous Comedy Central show, now on HBO, The Other Two. The Other Two. So this show is, I always forget to pull up like a cute little synopsis of so, the show. But I had it on my phone. And Can I right take a stab now, at it before you find the official yeah, sure. one? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll close my Build Me a Daddy lyric tab. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole synopsis of the show is what happens to a family if the younger sibling happens to become famous, but the other two um, older siblings are not. Famous as in like a famous singer, famous actor, something well-known where the other two are kind of your normal run-of-the-mill people. And it just follows the story of the two older siblings and how they are reacting and developing and kind of growing with their younger brother becoming a super famous because of a song he wrote. Yeah. So they say an aspiring actor, Carrie, and his sister, Brooke, a former professional dancer, try to find their place in the world while wrestling with their feelings about their 13-year-old brother Chase's sudden rise to internet fame. So, yeah. 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 So yeah, they're uh basically, you know, in this era, you can basically become YouTuber internet famous like overnight. And that's basically what happens to a thirteen year old brother. He write he writes a song called I Wanna Marry You at Recess. I wanna marry you. I don't know the song. I'm not I'm not gonna try to sing. Um it. I was thinking baby maybe I wanna marry you at recess. I know that's it, part it of just it. very much I I feel like they were going straight at Bieber at this one. Like oh, this yeah. is exactly oh, what they're going for. Definitely. Because he's he's thirteen. He looks like a boy, but you know, depending on how you sweep his hair, he could look like a woman. They actually make a joke about that. They uh the, his doppelganger is like a fifty year old like white lady. Yeah. Later in the show. So they're kind of like well, ripping and, off of that. And I love that. when he got a little older and like this was like when you're thirteen where they, they, they play him up as cute and innocent, but then like the moment they're like, he got a pimple. We might have to you know upgrade him to sexy here sooner yeah, than we it's thought. It's a little quick, you guys. We're, we're, it's a little faster than we thought, but now he's sexy. He's no longer cute and adorable. Oh. Yeah, so the siblings, oh, just so you, the people, you're not going to know a lot of actors in here, but there are a few big names. Molly Shannon yep. plays their mom, Pat. Uh, you've got Kim Marino. Now, Kim Marino's been around. Um we were talking about children's, or we were talking about Comedy Central Children's Hospital. I was forgot on about Comedy that. Central, and Kim Marino was was in that that show. I love Children's Hospital, um, uh, but he's the only he. I knew him from that. That's what I knew him from. Um, and then the other big name is Wanda, Wanda Sykes. Sykes, and Wanda Sykes plays. Um, 
Well, uh, Kim Marino plays uh, Scooter. No, Skipper. No, Scooty. Oh my god, I forgot his name. It's it, go, keep going. I'll get it. I'll get it. Pooty shoe. Pooty shoe. Um, that's from the show we're watching. Um, Skeeter, Skitter, Skipper. <laughs> was Skipper Barbie's little sister's name? <laughs> oh, I just I was no that her name? Was it Skipper? You guys, let me know. Um, it had to be Skipper. It was Streeter. not Skipper. It was Streeter. Streeter. You had to workshop it. Uh, but he plays uh, Chase's manager, and then one of the sides, I guess, plays like. Their, his agent, maybe? Yeah, she's the big um, like record label um, kind of runs his music career yeah. more than his bookings and meetings and talent. Like yeah, they run his social. They kind of run his socials. They kind of they protect his image. Maybe maybe she's a PR firm. I'm not sure. Possibly. But they make sure his image is correct. Um, but yeah, so uh, Brooke and Carrie are basically already living in New York. As we said, Carrie's like an aspiring actor. Um, and uh, Brooke is... Not really aspiring to anything. She, well, <laughs> I mean, no, but she was also really yeah. well known for her dance and kind of fell out of it. So she, they when were she both, was like a child when she so was like thirteen. She, yeah, but I think she was she was kind of the the not fully formed chase. Like she could have been if she had kept with it or kind of. It's the way I they think she got. To. I think she got. Uh, she injured. broke her ankle. I think she injured. Yeah. yeah. So I think Carrie and Brooke are supposed to be like right at thirty or just under thirty. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of thing. And then they're also dealing with. Um, the death of their father as well. Yes. So that's kind of like a back underlying kind of a story uh, in here also. So um, let me back around on some of the other characters. Like uh, Carrie is gay. Um, and um, that's basically, I mean, I don't want to say that's basically it, but he's, he's like I say, he's an aspiring actor. He's uh, auditioning for, for small, really small roles. Like his main thing, like the one role he gets the whole show is kind of funny is he's man who smells fart in TV. At party. Yeah. Yeah, in a commercial. And you spent a lot of the time trying to book this one gig. So that's how you, that's when we say aspiring, that's what we mean. So he's, he's, he's a waiter, like, you know, throughout the day and, you know, you're trying to act at night. Uh, Brooke, I think, sells uh, high-rise apartments. She was in real estate to begin with, yes. Yeah. And then... But she she, gets tra- fired she transitions first. because she's, you know, a fucking hot mess. Uh, so, <laughs> like a literal hot mess. Putting it, you know, lightly on that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, we, you know, else we forgot about. I mean, those are obviously the main characters, but then there's uh, Josh Sagara, who, for all you gay people who may have watched AJ and the Queen um, on Netflix, RuPaul's show that got canceled, um, Josh Sagara played the main, RuPaul's like love interest in that show. He plays Lance, who is Brooks ex-boyfriend in this show because i was like who is that hot dude i could not figure out who it was and i was like oh my god it the what was so different about it was because in aj and the queen he was so like serious and kind of put together know, and angry and stuff like that and in the other two he's basically dumb and smiling all the time so it really caught me way off guard because i was like oh, he's kind of cute he was an arrow who did he play an arrow i don't know i stopped watching arrow like 400 years ago Sorry, I need to. Figure I stopped watching Arrow when they killed. I stopped watching Arrow when the character that I hated they brought back, and I was like, they killed her off and they brought her back. Nope, don't feel like watching this anymore. But, uh, but tell me, like, for this show, I think I this show's from 2019, you guys, and the reason we we kind of brought it up is because there will be a new season popping up soon, and I honestly started watching it in 2019 and forgot about it. But what are some of the stuff that you kind of really enjoyed about this series? I thought it, I'm trying to think here. 
it was cleverly done. Like the jokes and the kind of personality of everybody was so so over and like 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 when the mom was like the dumb mom and it was oh, it's my year of yes like they 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 turned into everything yes and just played it up so much like streeter was the dumb manager which and then he had like these really smart moments but he was the like the you wanted to punch him pretty much most of the time yeah you could tell streeter streeter was like this was this was also streeter's shot like he's like he's like me and chase are best friends and they're like you just met him 14 minutes ago and he's like I know, but we're we, we have, we're kindred spirits. Like he's he's that kind of guy where he's obviously super lonely, and he's like he's like so he's so lonely that he has he has to decide if thirteen year old is his best friend. Like that's the kind of person we're dealing with here. Well, that he kept like saying like you know to the the siblings, he's like, oh my god, you're like parents to me. You're like it, it, like he kept comparing them to older people than what he would be because he kept trying to live vicariously through a younger person. It was right, weird. Right. Yeah. And then like we said, like Chase uh, or Chase's mom, Pat. Yeah. Um, she's like saying this is her year of yes. So she writes like a children's book that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and she has a jury line. that doesn't make any sense. So it, it, she gets her own talk show, which doesn't make any sense. So they're all like, how is she getting all this bullshit? And she's basically doing nothing. Um, and then Lance, like, so all, all the guys like the, that were the love interests of, um, Brooke of Brooke like she's like drawn to the dumb pretty boys and Lance was a dumb pretty boy who worked at Foot Locker for the majority of the show yeah worked at Foot Locker and he has a ton of tennis shoe ideas none of which are even viable and he uh says damn Daniel and he dabs and it's like and I mean it was I I, I was like his character I was like Every time he came on the screen, I was like, I love him. Like, I can't get, I can't oh, get he enough. Was the be- Couldn't get enough. When you first, like, his first idea, he's like, so, I got another shoe idea. It's a it's a shoe, but it's an edible shoe. So, so you walk around all day and eat a dirty shoe? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, he's crazy. I love him. <laughs> I love him to death. Uh, and then the other, there's other things like that are going on in our lives. Like I said, Brooke is trying to find herself, her job, her life, what yes. she needs to do. She has broke up with Lance, you know, but he's still around. And then Carrie's obviously struggling with his acting career. He's also got a slight love interest with, what was that guy's name? His roommate. His I was, roommate. I was going to say his roommate. His straight roommate. He has kind of like a love interest with that because. Straight. Yeah. Like his roommate was, um, basically dropping not even dropping hints like full-on it was matt matt was his uh, oh of course that's why i blocked it of course <laughs> his name was matt um matt was his roommate that would like touch him on the leg and then be like whenever carrie would try to touch him on the leg, he'd be like nah dude that's gay or the one like where they were out with like they like carrie asked him out and they went out with all of matt's friends and carrie went to the bathroom because he was pissed that he didn't get to go out from by himself and then Matt walks in and just kisses him right in the middle of the bathroom. And you're like, what? Yeah, like all those mixed signals. I feel like there have been some gays who've, who've had that. Who've had, I mean, not to that extreme. Yeah. But they've definitely had that straight friend who kind of gay baits in a way. And because, either because they either because they are intrigued, not necessarily gay, but they're intrigued by what's, by what's happening. Or yeah. they really argue and just don't, they just don't want to say it. I know. I, I would say there's probably a good portion of gays who have who have dealt with not that extreme, but something of that nature before. Hmm. So okay, I, I, I found that to be hilarious because I'm like definitely know about all that. Definitely, um, and a lot of that stuff. And, and to be fair, half that stuff is made up in, in gay guys' heads anyway as well. But but the one thing I can't take 
The only thing I can't take is straight guys being like, oh, you're gay, that's fine, just don't try and touch me. Look, you have dirty nail beds. There is no way I would ever touch you. Like, your nail beds are dirty. You obviously have been flipping your underwear inside inside out for the past few weeks, so there's no way I'm coming after you're your fucking You're making me conscious of my ass. fingernails now. Oh, I see you with your... No, but that's how... Sometimes when your fingernails were long, I was like, ugh. But you always, you, you always cut them. I get them to a point, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just lazy. We're on the long side. They're a little ugly, but that's just me. Not dirty, just yeah. ugly. I would never tell you that, though, until now. <laughs> Thank you. I've never told you until now. Oh. But, like, the, the and I just think it's my, like, the chase finally, like, to a point. He threw himself down two flights of stairs to kind of get time alone to kind of figure out what this was between him and his roommate. Yeah, it's it's a whole it's a whole vibe, you guys. It's, it's, really, uh, it's really one of the other cool points of the show like they they really do weave in a lot of really cool random stereotypes in a way yes. um they go to a premiere and they talk about how different it is talking to people who are famous now like brooke is trying to make friends in the industry or whatever as well in this climate tr- yes in this climate and trying to like you know the way she you have to change your conversations she meets that that makeup tutorial oh person who looks like they're 40 but they're actually 10 like it's it, it really parodies <laughs> a lot of like stuff in the industry and it does it on like a really really cool in a really cool way i think well the, i just love the fact that they were able to do this in 2019 and the fact that because covid hit i guess they took a year off because they couldn't yeah. keep taping so like you said they've they haven't slotted the new release date, but it says 2021 on IMDb for the second season. Yeah. So hopefully in this year, we'll get a kind of follow up of what's been going on. Right. Um, because it did it on a cliffhanger, which was a very like, which was, uh, actually I was kind of surprised. I was like, I was like, Oh, this is kind of surprising. That's kind of a weird little cliffhanger. Um, so it really caught me off guard. I was like, that's kind of cool. So I really am kind of, I really am intrigued as to, as to where they're going to go with it. Um, I do think the show, like, the show started off on such a high. It really it did. definitely dipped. During, I think like, yeah. What what is it? Like ten episodes total? It's ten episodes total. About episode five, like right in the middle. Yeah. You were kind of like really and it kind of, it almost got cringeworthy at some points where like I, I couldn't watch. It got so cringeworthy. See, I don't think that. I just think I just think it just I just think I think what the way I'm gonna explain it is I think the writers were like on it and then i want to say that they fell into like creative writer block probably like episode five six or seven because they kind of it, it it just kind of dropped the level kind of dropped a little bit and i was like okay and then they brought me kind of they brought me back with the uh with the instagaze that that was the episode i was going to ask you about because literally the whole time i was like oh my god it's literally what you tag every post on instagram yeah i'm like these are the, the i'm and we're gonna call them the instagaze when they did that episode, I was like, this is really clever. I like this one. This one, that one started bringing me back. So they definitely swung back up around, but they definitely had like a little middle section where it just, it dipped kind of abruptly. Cause I, I think I went from like laughing to like the next episode being like, okay. Well, and they tried to mix in, and this is where I think they kind of lost it. Cause again, they steered into so much of the, the comedy of it all, but then they tried to also kind of, make it relatable to a point where like well he is 13 or he is 14 he needs to have kind of a normal life mm-hmm. and they brought that aspect in of okay he is still a kid he needs to be able to be going to high school going to dances having his freedom and not just constantly berated by people and i'm just i was just thinking the whole time during some of those episodes of 
But this is the comedy show. I was laughing the whole time. You you got me until you know this point, and you right. you, you hit a lull. Did you really need to remind me he's a kid? Was that I, needed? I do think the. I I, I agree to some to some respects. I do think that the the finale was a masterclass of like comedy drama yeah. blending story. It did a lot, and that, that episode for being only twenty two twenty three minutes did a lot. And it wrapped it so it just did it so well. I thought they really closed it out mm-hmm. very, very cleverly in a, in a really, really good way. Uh, but yeah, I found that to be really cool. It was, it was like it was like the writers got their zeal back. They were like, okay, we've got this now, and that's how you know that's how I felt. I felt like you know in the middle, you know, you got you guys, you're a little lazy, and then like at the end, they were like, boom big hit i'm like yes thank you for bringing us back i was gonna be really pissed that you guys made me guffaw (laughs) so much at the beginning and now i'm just sitting here doing a little chuckle you know well and like i said i think they they hit a home run not not maybe a home run but they did really well they brought it back at the end yeah um oh it's bay of the week time it is i was about to tell you it's about that time about that time Day of the week. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I was just doing a countdown uh, in our Bay of the Week, and because um, you know we have like a little segment bump in there, and I had to look at my hand because I think I forgot what number I was on. Oh my god! <laughs> That's why I looked. I was like, oh, two, <laughs> one. Here we go. Bay of the week. Who do you think Bay of the Week is? Lance. Girl, get out of my loins. Get out, get out of my pants. <laughs> I hate to say it because Are I you think, trying to sleep with me? <laughs> I think we're kind of like steered toward the pretty boys the last couple times. But Lance was so good. I could ev- he, he was that charming, goofy. So charming. You just wanted to see more of him. And him and Brooke, like the episode he carried Chase home after a party. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, you hey, can- what? Yeah, I mean, her main, like we said before, her main reasons for not wanting to date him is because she's like, he says, damn, he still says, damn, Daniel. And dabs. And he, and he dabs. Like, why would I want to date somebody like that? I need to be grown. I need to be more grown up. I need to whatever. And then when when they introduce him, they introduce him as this stupid, dumb, always happy, smiling. Oh, you know, yeah. Pat loves him. You know, that dude. Like, and then you realize that he's not just stupid. He actually, like he actually has a heart and he cares for this family and stuff like yeah. that. And I was just like, I, I love Lance. Like every time he go to screen, I was like, what the fuck is Lance going to do? Like, I, well, I, just, I, like right now I am, um, I'll probably sell somebody else's firstborn to date Lance. And he's a fictional fucking character. I was say, and like I said, watching Brooke and watching, um, Co- Corey, I don't know why I said like, but yes, like watching Carrie? them. Yes. The brother. Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Yeah. Um, but watching them, there was some cringe with the moments and there's points where I was like, I just can't stand you on the screen anymore. The mom and the, 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 the kind of the other main characters didn't really hit, but Lance just some about him. I just wanted more or just, and not like a whole side plot of him. Cause I felt like if he gave me too much, I'd get bored, but I just, he did such a good job. I always loved the scenes he was in. He just pulled me into the show. See, I, I don't think. 
I, I don't think any of them, I didn't have that, that visceral reaction to be like, oh, you guys are kind of starting to bug me. I don't think any of the characters ever bugged me personally. Yeah. Um, I always found them to all have really good chemistry with, with each other. And like Carrie and Brooke specifically always had really good chemistry. Brooke always had a really good chemistry with whoever she was with. Uh, I like that she went over, she was very over the top. She was hilarious and great. And Carrie, I thought, was more of like understated but funny. And when he tried to become an insta gay, that's where he kind of got on my nerves. See, I didn't mind that. I thought that was, I thought that was really funny. I thought the situation was funny because it made sense to me personally as a gay. Um, and I so but to but just to be in this in this series, I laughed a lot at everybody. But when I walked away, it partly because he's really cute. I was like, every time Lance came on the screen, I was just like, head in my hands, like, where are we going, Lance? Take me with you. What are you gonna say? What what's what's your new shoe idea? What's this journey? Sell me on a new shoe. Give, like, give me an idea. I can listen to him do that shit all day long. And it was and it was probably because he was just had that goofy smile all the fucking. T- I don't know. I, I I loved him. I thought he was great. All right, it's Lance. Josh Sagara uh, is our, our Bay of the Week as deserved. Can I find a shirtless picture of him? I'm sure you can. Why don't you um, go ahead and start the watch or not? So I'm going to try and find um, it. Okay, so with this week's review, I'm I'm a diehard. I, I, like I said, we kind he's of got a, to... He's of Puerto Rican descent. Ooh. Um, I kind of grew up on Comedy Central shows. This one very very reminiscently hit home of what a Comedy Central show is for me. I laughed. I cringed a little bit. I, I had an emotional roller coaster. So overall, the way it was done, and I'm happy there's going to be a second season, I'm going to definitely give this a watch. There's no doubt in my mind that you need to take the time. I mean, like I said, me and my wife, we watched this. Literally, we got off work one night during the week. We didn't have anything to do. We sat down and watched it, and you know, from six o'clock while eating dinner until we went to bed at nine, we were done. We were, it was pretty much just one sitting and done. It is a really fun, quick watch. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I have to agree, you guys. This it, it really is like one of the clever com one of the more clever comedies that I've seen because I I think I'm always searching for something. I think it's hard to find something that makes you literally laugh out loud. Yeah, and this is one of those things that was so ridiculous. And not even ridiculous, but so ridiculously grounded in reality, I guess, in a way that it was like reality times 20. And it just made me laugh and giggle and think about things. It made me smile. It, it, it was just, it was hilarious. I couldn't get enough of it to be, I mean, I was like, damn it. I got to the, when I got to the end, even though it had that little dip, I was like, damn it. I kind of want to save these episodes in a way. I kind of want to save them well, the fact until that, like, I know what's happening. <laughs> like, obviously, like while we're recording, like we had things we were quoting, obviously we didn't talk about it and spoil it, but like, it's a quotable fun show. I'm not going to go back and rewatch it. Maybe, maybe not. I'm, I'll, I'll, re, I'll, re, I'll rewatch it. And that was, I mean, cause the person I was watching it with had already seen it once yeah. and rewatched it a second time and laughed at all the same stuff. So it was kind of to me like I know this is something I can rewatch. I think this is something if done well, it could be one of those that can go on for exactly five seasons mm-hmm. and and be like a Shit's Creek where it has five really tight comedic seasons and then ends and becomes one of those shows that could be amazing. Like a I staple. Can see it. A staple. I think it's that funny. They've created such great characters in this show. So I think it's worth it. I, I love it, you guys. You guys need to watch this. I agree. 
Cool. Well, I feel like we haven't been harsh enough lately. Let's find something that sucks. Let's find a star girl. <laughs> Just pull something DC. You know, you know, I don't love anything. You know, I love nothing more than ripping some shit apart. Look, you know me. Just pull some DC show out of your ass and we'll. you know what I'll do. That's rude. Sorry. I'm sorry. Rewatched Captain Marvel recently. Didn't hate it. It's better the second time through, I think. I do agree. I think it is better the second time through. And I didn't remember anything about it, but I watched it. And I was like, this wasn't horrible. I didn't hate Brie well, Larson. And the second time I watched it was after watching Endgame, where she's been in more of a movie and kind of took the character a different way. Mm-hmm. And seeing where she took it and how she started, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to say I love it. I'm just saying... I liked it better the second time around. The first time I went in talking about fuck Brie Larson. Like, what? I mean, I just didn't like her like that. But whatever. <laughs> That's another conversation. Do you want to harmonize with me? That's another conversation. Girl! Alright, you guys, bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at WatcherNot underscore pod. And on Instagram at WatcherNotPod. Huge shout out to Bradley Parsons. Thank you for creating our theme music. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts. Don't make us come for you. Yeah.